They so, need Garoppolo to go. He needs to go. Yes. back to our third episode sorry marco i had to delete one of the episodes just because it kind of got all mixed up but anyways our third episode of homeroom with gabe and marco it has been a minute it has been like over a month since we last posted our our last conversation with john holtz great guy um yeah it's just been a long time glad we're back just had to like situate everything with schedule in school because i have a lot of homework anyways um yeah marco how are you doing uh doing good i'm excited to be back um a lot of big things happened while we were gone um and we have a lot to cover yeah a lot to cover yes um today we're gonna be discussing things going on in nfl the 49ers situation deshaun watson jj watt where they're gonna go um warriors wiggins he's been really good and i i kind of predicted marco i kind of predicted that he was gonna do good did I not say he's going to be an all-star this year? You said you predicted I said that he's going to be an all-star. But I said that. Yes. How is he doing? How is he doing in the all-star? We'll get that doing pretty good later. Uh, anyways, yeah, we're, we're going to talk about um, Curry. Is he in his prime right now, or is just is he just getting started? I mean, how old is he? He's like twenty-six or something. No, no, no sorry, sorry, like no, 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 no. He's like thirty-two. He's 33, 32. I don't know, something like that. Yeah. Anyways, mm-hmm. you're talking about that. Um, MLB, the Giants situation, Trevor Bauer signing a historic deal to the LA Dodgers, what it means for the Giants, and what are the Giants' chances of making postseason? Just posted today, actually, MLB posted um, its statistics, the predictions more of um, what's going to happen, and Giants only have like 8%, so not looking good. Um, Also, the Dodgers and Giants, I mean Dodgers and Giants, Padres and Dodgers, are they the new Marco? Do you think they're the new big rival in baseball? I mean, Boston Yankees—they kind of fell apart. And what do you think? Do you think they're the new like? Uh, there's definitely a lot of heat there because I mean, the the Dodgers have a really good team. They have a they have a lot of money. They're putting a lot of money in, and so the Padres—they have a good team too. They have a lot of talent. So I think there's naturally there's going to be some some uh collision there but especially since they're in the same division i mean they're playing each other like 18 times this is Mm going to be a big series to like season long this would be a big tell in how how good are the dodgers how good are the padres because if if that means that if if both i'm predicting both of them will if they were in most other divisions they would win yeah. Um, oh, wait, are the Dodgers, um, are they in the NL area? They're in the NL. All right, so in the NLCS last year, I was watching that big baseball fan, obviously. Um, I was watching that series with the Padres and Dodgers, and I just noticed, like, there was so much anger and passion in it. And you could, there were, there were even, like, brawls almost, not, like, full-on brawls, but, like, there were, there were exchangements. There were, being, there were exchanges of uh, words um, throughout the series. And... From what I learned from that, there's just a bunch of talent on both sides of the field. And because of that, you know, each game they play against each other is going to be good. It's going to be fierce. 
a lot of great plays were made in that series too, um, including mm-hmm. Bellinger's some some say infamous um, catch that Rob Tatis of that home run that could have changed things really fast. Um, yeah, so I, I'm looking forward to that um, rivalry this season. Yeah, I think um, especially with uh, the Dodgers, they, um, I mean, who at what what position are the Dodgers not good? I mean, they have they just signed Bauer. Um, they have uh, Kershaw. They have a lot of pitching. They have, um, of course, a ton of hitting. Uh, so, I mean, like where it's hard to find a flaw in the Dodgers. The mm-hmm. Padres, they, you know, they have some young guys. Um, so I think they, they could definitely, that'll be interesting. If I had to choose one, I think I would go with the Dodgers because they have a little more, they have uh, more of those big names, those big guys, who I think could um, uh, really take that to the next level. And they also have a lot of their, their core group and their, their people they've been building around are have some experience and they're kind of in their prime where the, the Padres are still pretty, um, pretty relatively uh, new, relatively, relatively new. new. Yes. They, they're they, still, they're yeah, they're still <laughs> figuring out their team. Yeah. Yeah. They made a lot of good signings. Um, this off season, they got you Darvish, they got Blake Snell after that heartbreak of a pull in that world series. Marco, what do you think? Can we just go back to that moment that Blake Snell having his this best postseason career start probably ever of all time. Um and he gets pulled in the seventh, I think. Like what um, what is that? Why? That was just Why? such a disappointment. Um I don't know. I mean he was doing good. Why fix was not broken? Uh so I think that that it's just it's such a such a mistake. Disappointing. I mean, Disappointing. I knew he wasn't going to yeah. return to the Rays. I knew he wasn't. Like, there's no way. I mean, if I were, if I'm him and I get pulled like that in a big situation, um, man, I don't know. I just think about the management at that point. Like, why they do yeah, that? They, um, you definitely have to ask questions. Um, that's <laughs> not something you can be doing uh in a postseason game where it's all on the line. Uh. I think that it's just it's such a disappointment because that could have been like such a good game, but it kind of like, why would you even use Blake Snell if you're going to pull him out? I mean, it, it's, it's just crazy. I think that, I think that they should definitely remove anyone involved in that decision and <laughs> fire some- immediately. Get out! Get yeah. out of there. They they have to uh, look at themselves and say, "Why did this happen? Why was this this golden opportunity uh, dismissed?" I don't know. I like, that, yeah. I don't know if they were trying to preserve his arm, or like, were they worried about him getting injured? Because he he looked fine. He was fine leaving after he was pulled. Not mentally, but like physically, um, he was fine. He wasn't pulled for an injury. He wasn't pulled for like I think a reason involving his health or anything. But um, I think they probably just wanted to save his arm or something. But obviously that did not work. 
Yeah. Yeah, and, I mean, why yeah, why would you save weird. your arm if that's the game where, where it was an elimination like, game might, too? Yeah, it was an elimination game. Yeah. So there's you have to treat it like there's no tomorrow. Basically, yeah, it's unfortunate. Anyways, um, also, big, big, big signing happened at least from the day we're filming this at least like a week ago. Um, Trevor Bauer signs with the Dodgers. Three-year contract with a guaranteed salary up to $102 million over the life of the deal. So that's like the whole span. No, he, he is guaranteed $102 million. And if Bauer opts out after the 2021 season, he gets an extra cost of $2 million. If he opts out in 2022, he gets $15 million. So this, this is definitely, it is declared the biggest contract, contract ever in baseball history. And it's done by um, Luba Sports, which is a, I guess, a, what should I call it? An agent um, company. And um, I, was, I watched his vlogs because Trevor Bauer, he has his own YouTube channel as well. Bauer outage, I think it's called. Um, that's his Instagram. Um, and he posts, he's post like vlogs of his season with COVID and everything. He posts off season vlogs and um his uh whatchamacallit? His manager or whatever, not his manager. Marco, help me out here. What's it called again? What's it called? Uh, Dude, I'm blanking right now. Why? Uh God, what's it called? What's it called? Marco, Marco, help me. You know, like the the person who like helps sign the deals. Uh, agent. Yes, agent. God. Wow. Okay. Yeah, it's been a while. Um. Anyways, um, his agent Rachel Lupa. That's her nickname. Um, she got this deal done, and I mean, she's just a really good agent. Um, she's yeah, she's good. Anyways, <laughs> uh, that was a brain fart. Anyways, um, yeah, great trade. Bauer is definitely a good representation of the Dodgers organization. I think it's great that he got traded there. And I don't think it's great because we're Giants fans here. I don't know about Marco. Marco's an A's fan, but I guess he's okay with that. A's have had it tough yeah. this offseason. Marco, how do you feel about that? Like, just everything. They, I mean, part of it is their owner is not willing to put down the money. But um, they lost Chris Davis. Uh, I think that's a huge blow. Texas. He was he was hitting like 40 home runs a year uh, before 2020, which is like it was, it was just he was he was their their rock, and and luckily for Chris Davis for him he's going to a place where he's historically been really good, so mm-hmm. um, I think that's a plus for him, but Definitely. it's really a big minus for the A's, uh, and then they also they lost uh, Liam Hendricks. They lost. He's yeah, on the White Sox. Yeah, uh, yeah, because uh, they they had Blake Trinan who went to the Dodgers um, uh, in 2018, and they lost him. He was really good, and then uh, Hendricks, who was also really good. So they're they're just losing a lot. They they they've done this so much where they build up a really good team, a really good talent, and then they just trade it all away. So it's kind of for nothing. They're kind of like a a really good minor league team, which is, it's pretty frustrating. Uh, but you heard it first there, minor just, league team. Hopefully they can just turn it around. I mean, it's, they, 
they've already started selling off everybody and um it's i think they they signed uh jed lowry or was it uh i think it was jed lowry to a um Another Didn't he wear like group. a little league helmet? Like I remember like photos of him and he wore like the big helmets that I wear for baseball. You know what I'm talking about? Like the two flaps and like it's like a it's like a minor league helmet. They're like huge. And I thought that was funny. Um <laughs> yeah. Yeah. They they uh, got rid of I some think, great talent. Yeah. Uh great it's talent. Just, it's really unfortunate. Um so they're gonna have that it just makes their job that much harder. Uh I think they should I mean Part of it is just they don't have the money, um, but mm-hmm. they uh, – it's almost like they should just start over now because their their farm system is kind of busted. So I think they're, gonna, they're most likely going to tank for a couple of years, get some traffics, get their farm system rebuilt, um, and then we'll see where it goes from there. Yeah. Big, big hope on them and them and the Giants. Like, it's so tough, like, going to the Giants. Their their division right now is just so packed with talented teams other than the other than the Rockies. Um, Yeah, they're just down bad right now. Um, But the Padres and Dodgers, possibly the two best teams in baseball. Actually, you know what? I'm going to go and say they are the two best teams in baseball. Um, And it's just so tough when you're in that situation with, literally one division holding the two best teams and then you're the giants and you can't you can't like make those blockbuster trades because you're you know you're limited to your salary um and we i think the giants have the talent it's just they fell short a bit last year literally by a game they fell short by a game last year and it was a short season too um so yeah and moving on to a better topic the warriors they are doing pretty well right now actually um, I, I haven't looked at their record in like a week, but um, I believe I they're, they're doing well. 15 and 13 as of this recording. Really? Yeah. So they're doing pretty well. I think they could be doing a lot better. Um, I've, I'm watching their games and there's some sloppiness to it. You know, there's games where they're like completely on fire and all cylinders, you know, defense and offense. Um, so, yeah, I think they're doing a great job. Wiggins talked about this earlier. I basically predicted what he was going to do. I said that he was going to be an all-star. Everyone doubted me. Marco doubted me. He made fun of me off camera for saying this. And look at him now. He is doing so well. He's putting up career-high numbers with the Warriors. And and part I actually I do believe that it's because of the Warriors that he's doing just as well as he is because that the way the Warriors work as a team. They work as one unit. It's not like a it's not like a superstar show. Curry, he does his job every day. He makes sure everyone has does their part in the game. He's he may score fifty points, but they need that. They need that kind of scoring. But what they all what he also does, he's so good at being resourceful with everyone with all their talents. And um, I think Wiggins is a part of that. He's he's contributing so much to the team, and because of that, you know, he's he's putting up career high um, statistics. And, and you gotta remember when when you got. Curry on the floor, I mean, you're probably going to double team Curry and that just leaves more people out. So Curry really, he, he's like a magnet that attracts those defenders, attracts that attention so that team. the other people, uh, <laughs> yeah, the other people <laughs> can then 
get the ball and take wide open shots. And so I think Curry is a, a, a really good part of that. And that's part of it is a Steve Kerr offense works really well when you have uh, a really close knit team that is able to work together really well. So you, you have times when you give the ball to um, people who are doing really hot and that when you do that, it brings the attention um, to that person for that time being. And, uh, it's, uh, and the other people are then able to take more shots and be, uh, be better. And that's, I think Steve Kerr is, um, but he, he inherited a pretty good team. Uh, but he, uh, of course he had all those superstars. So you're gonna have, it's hard to have a bad team with five all-stars. But then I think he's really showing how valuable Steve Kerr is right now because right now it's a, it's a okay team. It I could you could definitely see them doing a lot worse. But Steve Kerr has brand has had this this offense. He's he's crafted it so that they work really well as a team, and I think they're they're exceeding those expectations and they're growing a lot as a team. I think that's uh, exactly why we want her in there is because he is able to do that. He's able to create an offense that is just so different or it thinks so differently. It's not, it's not focused on one person. You're not just giving it to one guy all the time. You're, you're giving it to whoever's hot at the time. And it really creates a, a team dynamic that I think helps the Warriors a lot. They have um, one of the best team think, dynamics in the NBA too. Just that on the use of yeah. like they, They've been they're so good at that. They're so good at just involving everyone on the court with they're good at. Um and that's that's one of championships. They've won twenty fifteen. Wait, what was it? Twenty fifteen. Was it sixteen two? Was it back to back? Can't remember. No. 2015, 15, 2017, 2018. Yeah. So I think they have a good chance this year. I mean, watching them play Brooklyn actually a couple nights ago. Their team, they they are such a god squad. They have so many good players. Durant, James Harden, Kyrie. Mm-hmm. Kyrie was gone for but, a long time. I don't know about I don't know what happened with that. But um they played them and they lost. <laughs> they lost, of course. I mean, they're such a good team, but I think I think they they have some, you know, they have building to do, but I think they have a good chance. I think they have a legitimate run make it to the finals mm, uh, and so right now the warriors they're just squeaking into the playoffs um they're two games ahead two games clear of not being in the playoffs right now uh, i think they're well first of all the western conference is really good because i mean you got the jazz the lakers the clippers the suns the blazers the jazz doing good uh, right now jazz the jazz are doing really good 23 uh. and 5 they're 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 fire um i mean if if the warriors were uh in the eastern conference i think they would they would be a lot higher so that's oh yeah part of, i think I, they do have a lot of tough competition and that's really the big piece the big unknown is mm-hmm. um because the warriors when they they do really well against the lower the, the worst teams of course they do pretty good against uh, teams of their same caliber and then it's the it's the upper teams that they're they're not always on, they 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 uh, aren't able to play a good game for all of those big games. So I think they 
if they can really get it together and really mm-hmm. um, make a run, uh, they could they could squeak in and totally ride a wave. But I think that's one of those things is once you do that, um, the big question is when will that wave end? Because the Warriors, that's one thing that they're missing is they're missing that I think I disconnected. If this is getting all of this, I Mar- I lost Marco. He's gone. Marco, we miss you so much. Forever, you're forever in, in our hearts. Bye. Um, <laughs> he's gone. Um. Oh, there you are. Oh, we're back, dude. I was about to get so mad. Oh my god. Well, if you're here, listeners, um, some technical difficulties, you know, not too bad. Um, um, should we keep this in? I think I'm not going to edit it out because we got to keep this super raw. We're keeping the footage real with you people listening. So, yeah, we're, we're doing you guys a favor. Um, yeah, anyways, um, moving on from the Warriors because they're doing good. Um the Niners situation. And speaking of that, before before the 49ers, I'd like to shout out one of my friend's sports accounts on Instagram. Sideline Sports brings you the official Instagram of news. They give you updates on sports, um, football, basketball, baseball, all that different stuff. Um, they update mm-hmm. weekly, it looks like. And um, yeah, just go check it out on Instagram. Yeah, they, the they get you what they, they tell you what you need to know. Yeah, I mean, Marco said, tell you what you need to know. Um, yeah, so the link will be in the description. So you go check it out. Um, yeah, so for the 49ers, man, they so, need Garoppolo to go. He needs to go. Yes. I agree. I agree. Yeah. I mean, you can't, you can't be starting a uh, – well, not start. You can't be ha- – try to have a future with a QB – when he's 35 years old and he's waning and he's getting injuries, you just can't have somebody who, um, like he, he had a good run, but if, if this was five years ago, I, I think he it had, would have been a completely different conversation. Marco, Marco, Marco. He had a good season. One year. Yeah. Then he got it. Okay. Yeah. Sorry. I just realized my mic wasn't plugged in. So if I sounded bad, um, anyway, sorry, Marco, we had one, Good season. Made to the Super Bowl, lost, got injured. He was injured before then, too. So the 49ers are paying him to sit up in the bleachers with a clipboard and take stats. Is that what he's good for? Is that why he's here? Does he is that really why we're paying this guy to but what we're paying this guy to do? To sit up in the bleachers, you know, jot down some notes, you know. But that is that it? Is that all we get? That's exactly the, the question that the Niners need to be asking. I mean, how can you how can you be paying someone to um, sit there and have your team go out, go and go four and ten, or four and twelve with Nick Mullins? I mean, Nick Mullins, he's fine, but he's not. Dude, he's not dude, a starter. He's, he's a bench player. He's a bench player. He's a ca- words of flight reacts. He's a casual. He's not good. He, I mean, he's okay, but um. He's no, he's not. I don't see him as a starting quarterback anytime soon. He De- needs more developing, definitely. if anything. 
Mm-hmm. Um, which is why I think we need to push for Deshaun Watson. I think we need to push oh, for yes. him. I don't think I'm not sure we were pursuing Goff as we know he's with Detroit now or it's pending. Um, I don't think we were really, really making a push after him. Um, but I think the 49ers' best chance this year of making any moves is Deshaun Watson. JJ Watt, I don't really see that being like really possible, and especially if he has like relations and like with like in Pittsburgh with his brother, um, TJ Watt, um, which I think he'll sign there. That's my guess. Um, uh, yeah, so, and, yeah, so, so, uh, as you, as uh, some of you might know, um, the uh, I believe uh, uh, Watson has. Uh, narrowed it down to the Niners and the uh, Niners and the Dolphins. And we all know that the Dolphins have uh, Tua. So I'm, I'm betting that he will go to the Niners and that's going to fill a big hole. I'm I better. If he doesn't go to the Niners, I am switching all the way to LA with the Rams. I'm going, I'm moving. I'm not a Niners fan anymore if we don't get this dude. We need Deshaun. Deshaun needs us. Yeah, it's it's like and Deshaun he he has a big enough record where um he can definitely come in and and we could we could build something around him. That's another question is um can we is Deshaun is he can be able to fit in where we, uh Jimmy G did because Jimmy G, his, Jimmy G, the whole offense is built around him. Uh, and will we be – I think hopefully Deshaun will be able to come in and um, try uh, or work really hard and get their offense humming. It may take a few games, but I think they definitely need that that uh, – because he's pretty, he's pretty good. So I think they could definitely need – Someone who can uh, throw those passes, um, get in the red zone. Yeah, and I think that's uh, again the 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 Niners are they're building a team like the Warriors. They're they're being a team team. A they're, team they're team. Playing like words yeah. of Marco. What Marco? What does that mean? Team team. I've never heard that. They're they're <laughs> they're they're playing like the team team. They're they are being. Uh, they're acting as one. They're it's they're one, uh, one unit. They're yes, one unit. They are one big brain that is has different parts and is moving together. They're all moving in the same direction. I think that's that's where um, uh, that's where Kyle Shanahan really is getting pretty uh, a, a good culture around. And now they just need they need that that final push over the edge to get them to that really good team status. Yeah. Yeah. Um, also since this recording, the Super Bowl has passed by, I just want to touch, touch base on that real quick. Um, that was honestly one of the worst Super Bowls I think I've seen in terms of like, um, like closeness to the score. Cause like, I don't know, Mahomes. I expected so much more from Mahomes. I expected greatness, and what I got, trash. I did not get anything close to what I expected to happen. Thank goodness I do not do DraftKings. 
Um, we're not sponsored yeah. by them, so yeah. Uh, but um, yeah, I think it was definitely great for Brady. Brady, um, it's great for him. His legacy, seven rings now, seven. I think he's gonna go for the full ten. Marco, how much time do you think he has left, or do you think he's gonna go for it? I mean, uh, Brady, he's kind of just built different. He's built to be different. Yes. Yes. I mean, what he's like forty-three. So I think old. eventually, eventually it has to catch up with him. But you know, he could he could keep going for another five years. I think I think he's going to go one year and not and be really bad. I think I'm predicting that next year his he'll be pretty right good. Now. Hold on, we gotta start this over. This is his prediction right now about Brady. Remember this day, this moment. And forever, Marco, you will be forever judged by this. What you're about to say. Go ahead. Okay. So I'm I'm figuring Brady has two years left. He has one mediocre year where he's not going to he's gonna make it the playoffs as like a wild card. Mm. And then he's going to lose in the playoffs. And then he's gonna come back and have a bad team and do really badly and then rage quit. He's like, but no, 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 but he's like LeBron. He moves to another franchise. He's going to bring talent with him as well. LeBron brought, um, shoot, I'm trying to remember now. He brought, okay, he brought a bunch of good talent with him to help him get his last trophy. Not last, but like latest trophy, I mean. Um, Brady's the same thing. He brought Gonkowski. He brought some other wide receivers, defenders. Um, he brought his whole squad with him. He... He is just like him and LeBron are just so similar in that factor, um, which is yeah. bringing talent along with them to ensure that placement in the season. I, one thing we haven't seen is um, uh, Brady hasn't had a season uh, where he's really gotten injured. Like he's consistent um, like that. In, in the he's, he's built he's different. Very consistent. <laughs> um. So I, I'm predicting that he is going to start getting injuries, especially because uh, I think Bill Belichick was really smart in getting a really good uh, offensive line and protecting Brady because Brady, he's kind of fragile. So I think mm-hmm. once you start pounding Brady, once he, once Brady starts going against people who are pounding him into the ground, I think he's going to disintegrate. I think that is going to happen soon. Disintegrate. Well, he won a championship without – Belichick. So what does that say, Marco? He doesn't need Belichick. He doesn't need that. He has talent and he has his people with him. I don't know about um man. Dude, I've I, I have a worst I have the worst memory today. Um God, who did what is that guy that brought that he brought with him from New England? God Gronkowski, Gronkowski, Gronkowski. I don't know about him. He came out of retirement this year to play with Brady, but is he going to come back for another year for another ring? Um, I think he's going to try. He's Gronk is old. He's what? I don't know. I don't know. They're all old. Check man. that out. He must, he must be in his, he's a hall of famer. Uh, him and Brady. Yeah. Definitely. Uh, I think so. Oh, Gronk is only 31. Really? That's, so he could. That's pretty, he's he's coming back. He's coming back. 
yeah, he's definitely coming back. Yeah, he's coming back for another little while. Yeah, um, I wonder. I wonder if Tom Brady's going to move on to another team. You think? You think this is his final stand with the the um the Bucks? You know, he secured his win with them, um, with the Super Bowl. They finally have a ring after their drought. And do you think he's going to stay with them for the long run? How how much more time? How about this? This is our last question of the um, podcast episode. How much more time does Brady have in with the Bucks? Um. Uh. I think he's going to stay on another year, but when he when he loses too much, when I I think uh, this year they the the Bucks they had they took a little while to get going. I think they're never gonna get going, and he's gonna leave, and then he's gonna go somewhere. I think he's gonna make a mistake and go somewhere. Niners, like, go to Niners, <laughs> go to Niners, please. <laughs> it's, please. It's, he could go the he might go the Niners. He could go no. He would do something weird and go to like the um the Browns or something. Um, I like Baker Mayfield though. He's he's funny. He's he is definitely a personality guy. He's good yeah, too. So I, I'm predicting next year with the Bucks, and then uh, after that go somewhere different and then retire. Yeah, I, I I can agree with that. I can agree with that. So um. That just summarizes our third episode, season one of Homeroom with Gabe and Marco, where we discuss sports, things going on in Marin, and pretty much anything else. Um, contact us if you would like to be on an episode with us. We are good people. We talk about a lot of cool things. Talk about you if you come on the podcast. Um, but yeah, this has been a wrap from the third episode of Homeroom with me and Marco. We'll see you see later. You the next episode. See ya. Did you enjoy that video you just watched of our podcast? Marco, you enjoyed it, right? I know I enjoyed it. Oh, I enjoyed it. I enjoyed it. The question is, did you enjoy it? Of course I did. It was so good. Anyways, if you want to see it more of that content, hit the sub button. It's not hard. It's not difficult. It takes two seconds. Just do it. Um, yeah, want to see more? Go to our channel. Sub, like, 